Hey guys, long time no see, huh? Yeah, I know. Well, at least I'm here now, and I am recording this little episode thingy, whatever, to essentially fill you in on what's been happening, share some personal details, um, share my plans for the future, and I think I owe it to you guys to elaborate on why I have abandoned my own show. And as you may realize, this uh, recording is not scripted. I have actually finished work and I'm in my bed now. It's 2 a.m. And I'm trying to gather all these random thoughts that are appearing in my head and form uh, something cohesive that I may record now because I've been chatting with a few friends about certain things and I feel if I sleep it off, I may not be as hyped to share all this as I am now. So yeah, this is the perfect time to get into some shit. Right from the get-go, I need to apologize if you hear any abrupt cuts like the one you maybe heard just now and like shifts in tone and whatnot because I am not a native English speaker, as you all know. I, I need to gather up my thoughts. I need to articulate them into cohesive words and sentences. I have been having more trouble with this the past year since I haven't been podcasting, so... So bear with me, okay? <laughs> and right at the start, I need to warn you guys that I am going to talk about some personal things, mostly related to personal losses. So if you are not in the mood to listen to stuff like that, I completely understand. But um, these things that have happened to me are, are very closely intertwined with my show and I owe it to you guys to provide some kind of explanation and to go into the stuff that's been happening the past year. Now, most of you already know that Darwin's Deviations was a passion project and it started out as a passion project, but uh, my original intention for it was to be a science podcast about weird organisms, about their adaptations, about their uh, role in the in the natural world. Like once I created episode one, uh, which in itself is a bit comical and silly, but it was more rooted and grounded into biology and and science i realized that this was not making me happy like i wanted to imprint myself into the show i wanted to create something that speaks to me personally and the more i was going on with the show the more episodes i was creating the more i was realizing that i was imprinting my own subconscious into this thing into this creation and leaving it in the fossil record of the internet. Like, even from episode one, my show obviously was named Darwin's Deviations. And the reason I named it that was because I wanted to do a show about creepy organisms. And Darwin, Charles Darwin, is associated with adaptations and evolution. And I see all these creatures as weird, absurd products of evolution. And my original intention was to use the name Darwin's Deviations to refer to these creatures, these animals, organisms, these deviations of evolution and the natural process. But uh, the more the show went on, the more this shifted from Darwin the, the scientist towards Darwin 
as myself. And this shifted more from deviations being these organisms to the deviations being my own personal demons. And then in the end, the deviation being the whole show that I created. And from the start, I wanted to do parody. I wanted to do satire. And as many have pointed out, the whole gist of my show was Gonzo and it was punk rock. And who the fuck even does Gonzo and punk rock content on biology and animals and science? So that was what made my show unique, or at least what I was telling myself. I wanted to make a show that only superficially resembles a podcast, but breaks down the more you go into it and it just falls apart. It is an anti-podcast and you can you can feel the passion in my voice because, yeah, I am very passionate about what I created. But the thing is, if you are doing Gonzo content, you need to expose your inner demons to the public because the whole just the whole point of Gonzo is that you are, as the reader, as the listener, you are consuming the story from the viewpoint of the storyteller and it is completely influenced by the subjective mindset of the person who is telling the story and the perception of the storyteller is greatly skewed and altered by their inner demons. So the more the podcast went on, the more uh, gonzo it became, the more I was imprinting my personality into the whole thing, and the more uh, my subconscious was being transferred into this creation, which, yeah, was pretty intentional, but um, a lot of <laughs> unintentional things uh, were starting to occur and starting to appear uh, in the show. Now, the more the show progressed, the more I was realizing there were a lot of synchronicities popping up uh, within the narrative of the whole show and yeah I often refer to these things as easter eggs that I have intentionally inserted into the episodes and I have even created a lot of patterns of these <laughs> easter eggs throughout the episodes I have left breadcrumbs everywhere I wanted to make uh, something that has a lot of rewatchability that is not something Something that you just uh, look forward to every week and just listen while you uh, work and don't even pay attention to and just forget the very next uh, day. But the more I was doing this, the more I was unintentionally leaking parts of my personality, my subconsciousness into this whole thing. And the more my show was becoming um, an entity for itself and as I like to refer to paranormal phenomena often, my show was becoming a mirror to my subconsciousness. And yeah, I was using the show as entertainment for myself, not you, not the listeners. You guys were only passive observers to this whole thing unfolding, but this was all about me. The more of my subconsciousness I was providing... Uh, the show, the more energy I was investing into it and the more of my personality I was imprinting into it, the more it grew into something that started to manifest these strange patterns and what you can only call synchronicities. Like, the show would progress parallel with my own life and what I was going through personally, things I was dealing with. Like, in episode 5 I, I made jokes about the whole house falling apart 
it and uh, me hearing creaking noises around the house. And uh, this was because I was actually hearing creaking noises around my apartment where I was living because I was living under a very noisy and very obnoxious landlord. And I was starting to display signs of paranoia because of the way he was treating us, the tenants. But yeah, I, I decided to incorporate that into the show as a joke as, oh, we are infested with termites and these termites are farting in, in, our, in our walls. And then it became some kind of running gag throughout the show where I would be agitated and start hearing those creaks again. And that's just one example. There are loads of examples of these things throughout my show. And uh, these examples just started appearing at, at one point, uh, started appearing independently from what I was going through personally. This is the point when I believe I was making my best episodes. And I, I truly believe the last three official episodes I made, the Ompax, Hoax, Fish, and the Psychological uh, Alien Entities, and uh, the <clears throat> Vampire Watermelons are the best episodes I ever made. But at this point, my show grew into something like a manifestation of all the energy and all the subconscious thought I was funneling into it. You know, it, it was like we were in a co-evolutionary bond, me and my show. I am obviously the creator and I am creating it. I am in control. I am forming the show and I am influencing it. But um, parallel to that, the show is also forming me and influencing me. And there is some kind of bond between us where we are altering each other and synchronizing with each other. And the more this progresses, Rest, the more I was uh, starting to realize some patterns within the show. Thematic patterns which were culminating into something very weird. I know you guys will think this is all bullshit or, or some kind of stunt. But yeah, once you hear what I have to say, I, I don't know. Like, it's not very funny. I started playing around with these ideas of all of the throwaway characters I had in my show and um, me being their creator and then abandoning them and being faced with the reality that now these things which were brought into existence are going to fade away into obscurity and uh, be forgotten forever. And then I started planning my what would be my last episode about the <laughs> vampire watermelons. I started playing around with these ideas of death, of killing off characters, and especially me trying to kill off Dr. Megalo uh, eventually in the episode, who has always been a kind of stand-in for somebody in my personal life, uh, that somebody being my grandfather. And around that time, myself and my grandfather were kind of becoming estranged. The older I was getting, the more I was realizing how kind of toxic our relationship was and the more I was realizing that I don't need to be influenced by let's just say someone's stubborn need to control other people's lives while they were losing a grip on their own uh, stability 
So around this time, I wasn't speaking with my grandfather. I haven't spoken to him in a few months. I haven't even seen him. Um, and I haven't heard of him. I was just living my own life. Like, I, in a way, didn't care. And I was preparing this episode that was dealing with death, dealing with loss, dealing with, in a way, violence towards the elderly character of my show, dealing with um, vampirism being uh, something contagious. Um, and that was, uh, that was absolutely a way for me to satirize uh, the whole pandemic that was going on. And then one uh, night I had a dream and I dreamed about my grandfather. And the dream was that he was uh, driving me uh, drunk in his car like he used to do when I was a kid. And that he almost led us to a near-death situation. And like uh, he was not in my thoughts at all for months. We had no contact. And I wondered why am I dreaming about this person that I never think about and I never dream about. And then like a few hours after I woke up, I got the call from my uncle that my grandfather was in the hospital and he was infected with COVID. Now something uh, very few people know about me is that I tend to have what people would say are premonitions in their dreams or psychic dreams. I, I try not to believe in that stuff and I force myself to ignore it whenever it happens. But uh, most of my life, I have had dreams where I predicted some shit that actually was about to happen in my life with no indication of it actually happening prior to the dream. Like maybe it's possible that I was picking up on some cues or whatnot, but I, I was able to at times dream of people trying to knock my door down. And then I wake up and call my mom and tell her what I dreamed. And she'd tell me an hour earlier that there was a police officer knocking on her door and almost breaking it because some criminals registered themselves as living at our address for some reason. And oftentimes I was able to predict my own sister uh, falling ill. Like, I'd dream about her getting sick, and the very next day, she'd get a fever. With no prior indication of this actually uh, being ab about to occur. So back on topic, I was preparing an episode with all of these themes, themed around death, themed around violence against elderly people, and it was also very close to home because I was gonna cover mythologies from my own culture. And most importantly, I was using vampirism as, as a proxy for the COVID situation. And then I had a dream about my grandfather and then found out that he contracted COVID in, in a very dumb way that I'm not going to get into. So I continued producing the episode and incorporating a lot of elements uh, relating to this whole situation I was going through. And I am not going to go into that as well. Like, I left all the breadcrumbs. If you're interested, just listen to the episode and, and try to interpret it for yourselves. And in the early morning hours of the 14th of March of last year, I had another dream and... 
I, I dreamed that my grandfather essentially fell into a body of water and was drowning. And this woke me up. And once I woke up, I got the phone call that he passed away. I was actually more filled with anger than sadness because of the whole circumstances of how how he just contracted a, a disease in a very dumb, hedonistic way. So I proceeded with uh, the episode and the production of it and incorporated a lot of this anger and frustration uh, into the plot of the episode. And I don't know. The final touch of it is that the episode was a culmination of all of these patterns and synchronicities coming together and <laughs> kind of predicting what, what happened and then me further imprinting it with a lot of negative karma, if I have to say it like that. And the final touch being that that episode ended up being also the death of my podcast. Because I was made aware of all these patterns and this whole culmination of synchronicities leading, leading to this family tragedy. And I realized this is some fucked up shit. Coupled with my own predictive dreams that I am still trying to ignore when they happen. Because with people who have psychic abilities or are able to predict things like you know somebody is bullshitting if they're openly talking about such stuff and and actually happy that they are having those experiences who the fuck would want to predict somebody in their family passing away i actually wanted to dedicate that episode to my um grandfather originally when i published it but i felt it was not right to do that I, I wanted to preserve my anonymity, and also I released it as an April Fool's uh, episode and had a collaborator as well. So. so this experience crushed me, and I just did not have the will to keep on feeding this entity that I created that got a life of its own. I had nothing to provide it anymore, and apart from that family tragedy, uh, only... A month and a half later, I also lost my aunt due to COVID, and I am not willing to go into that topic because that was a more large-scale family tragedy, but that was basically the nail in, in the coffin for my show because at that point, I was left permanently broken, and in a way, I was feeling cursed. I'm not trying to downplay the second family tragedy, but I really don't want to go into it because my family has been through a lot and it has drained the final ounces of life from us. And even now you can hear that I am a pretty different person than back a year ago when I was doing my show. I tried to shift my focus on tracing owls because it was not <laughs> this entity that was gr growing larger than myself and that I needed to keep uh, feeding with these bits and pieces of my own life and my own personality and my own subconsciousness that I was feeding it for a year intentionally but also unintentionally. So I conceive Tracing Owls to be something more open-ended, less scripted, uh, less acted, 
uh, more fun. <laughs> I mean, Darwin's Deviations was very, very fun, but it was emotionally draining because it was gonzo, because it was being filtered throughout through my uh, own personality and through my own, own subconsciousness. But I couldn't keep up with Tracing Owls either because of that second family tragedy. And after that... <sighs> Not even a month went by, and I was involved in a home invasion situation. Uh, the apartment complex where I was living was basically a personal house of my landlords, and us tenants were living in small apartments uh, under him. And I'm not going to go into details, but essentially his disgruntled sister conducted an assault on the whole house. And this went on for four hours. All the while I was working from home, while she was essentially trying to break my windows and break into my apartment. So the cops came and um, arrested her, but after all I've been through, I needed to go through that as well. And then, uh, then the whole summer was me basically trying to escape from that all that trauma and I moved away. I'm currently in my dad's apartment because he is not in my country at this time. So I have some some safety, some illusion of stability. And at least I'm not paying rent. So uh, he, he helped me out and I have been given room to heal. So currently it is March 15th and... It seems yesterday was the one-year anniversary uh, of my grandfather passing away. And due to an intricate set of circumstances, I happened to uh, record an interview with my buddy Jordan from Campfire Tales of the Strange and Unsettling podcast uh, last night. After the one-year anniversary of this tragedy, and uh, it, it was not even in my head, like, I wasn't thinking about it, and honestly, I, I kind of forgot what date it was, but... I, I see this as some kind of synchronicity again, because after chatting with Jordan and I haven't been chatting with people or podcasting for quite a while since all this uh, occurred. So after chatting with Jordan, I, I was inspired to renew my interest in podcasting. It's like there was this whole bubble that was keeping my passions away from me. And it just bursts after one year at the very same date and this morning i w like went to the city and i got myself some shitty microphone because i i don't have any other option in my country and i have contacted some people who have been asking me to guest on shows and okay sure maybe it's time to renew my passions and my interests so that being said this episode is a farewell it's a farewell to my family members who i i have lost the past year it's also a farewell to this chapter of my podcasting life darwin's deviations was something miraculous that hardly ever occurs uh, hardly anybody ever has the chance to experience what i have experienced creating this show and it is not going down i am keeping it up 
because I feel it is art and art is always a product of the personal expression of the artist and it doesn't always need to be positive. It doesn't always need to have good vibes and good karma. And I'm not trying to say that my podcast is something bad. Like I am honored that people are still discovering it and enjoying it. But it is an art piece that needs to be kept in some kind of time capsule. And I should not muddy any of that up with uh, new content. Like it's something that existed because it needed to exist. And it needed to manifest as some kind of mirror to myself. And I still listen to it and I still use it as a means of self-analysis. Like normal folks will listen to my show and and interpret it as uh, satire and comedy and fun and games. But to me, it is more deep and more serious than that. And some people uh, who, who have been listening to my show, talking to me about it, have been also witnessing these, these parallels and these synchronicities within the show itself. And if I'm sounding nonsensical now, it's because I'm fucking tired. It's, it's uh, well past 3 a.m. here. I don't want this to be scripted. I don't want this to be planned. I just wanted to tell the story as it is and as I as I am feeling it at the moment. And my my future plans are if I'm going to continue with podcasting in some form, it's not going to be as intricate and elaborate and time consuming and emotionally draining as Darwin's deviation. I mean, that's why the whole show is so great, because all of that energy and effort went into creating it. But it is just at this point, an entity that I am not able to feed and sustain any longer. And it lasted as long as it needed to last. It is not a podcast it is not just a comedy show. It is a product of my personal artistic expression and art just cannot be forced. And at a certain point, as I have realized, you cannot control it because it gains a life of its own. So yeah, if I return to podcasting, it will be Tracing Owls because that's a more open-ended uh, creative outlet for me. I don't have any schedule. I don't have any plans with it. I just feel like doing ep an episode, Christina talking about a cryptid or doing it with myself talking about another cryptid <laughs> or maybe I do UFOs or aliens or maybe I do natural curiosities. I don't know. I want it to be an open outlet uh, when when I get that spark of creativity, which I'm uh, now starting to feel again after a whole year of absence and being an emotionally broken person. I, I just want to have that outlet where I can put something out there, um, still try to leave an imprint of myself uh, online, but in, in a whole different light. So if you stayed tuned uh, until now, I, I am sorry for, for this episode being so, so dark. 
And I know it is not entertaining to listen through all this. I just feel I owed it to some loyal fans to provide an explanation of what's been happening to solidify that I am not going to continue with Darwin's deviations. I am keeping it as a time capsule, as an art piece that is perfect the way it is and does not need anything added to it. And if somebody discovers it in like five years and sifts through it and it changes their lives in any way, um, hopefully a positive way, um, because a lot of people who love my show state that it opened their minds to a lot of new concepts and ideas. That makes me happy. I have already stated I am a huge fan of The X-Files and The X-Files is not a current show. I go back to it and I watch it even though it's 20 years old. It still fulfills me and it still influences me and I think the the very big mistake podcasters are making is that they are treating podcasting as a business and as a hustle. They are not creating content for themselves. They are creating content for their fans. And the whole point of my show from the beginning was to imprint myself, to entertain myself, and also to entertain my best friend. And like, I I was looking forward to making every episode so I can make her laugh. If you listen to that, and if that makes you happy, then I'm glad. But you were not the target demographic. So yeah, I guess uh, look forward to listening uh, to more of me. Whenever I feel like it, I may um, record something. I may actually slowly abandon the my, my old ways of scripting and acting because it is very, <laughs> very time consuming. There's no need for that because I feel I'm ready to share uh, with the world who I actually am. And I'm a person, I'm not a character. And aren't we all just trying to leave a mark of ourselves and establish some kind of symbolic immortality in this crazy, insane, and totally absurd world? So I now bid you farewell because I am sleepy as fuck. And I am not even aware of all the editing I'll need to do tomorrow uh, to publish this. So have a good night and, and stay safe.